What's up, y'all? This is episode 8 of the Truth Be Told podcast. It's your boy, Mr. C, man. It's going down today. I got my boy, JR, on here. We're going to talk sports. You know what I'm saying? Basketball, football, Super Bowl, politics, everything. Yeah, man. Like I say, man, you know, we ain't talked sports on here in a while. So I had to go get one of my dogs, man. I got my boy, JR, on here. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to, you know what I'm saying? He wanted these real niggas out of the third world who gonna tell it like it is, you know, whether you like it or not. So, JR, man, you know, further ado, bro, go on telling people what's up. Hey, man, what's happening, world? It's your boy, JR. You know, Jared, Jared Williams, and most people, you know what I'm saying? Just in here with my boy, Mr. C, man. Really, somebody I consider a brother, somebody I consider family, somebody I'm always debating with about some type of sports, you know what I'm saying? All politics. And, then, you know, we just in here going to chop a little game, give y'all, you know, give the people what they want to hear or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I'm For those who don't know, I'm a PE teacher by trade. You know what I'm saying? Inspiring athletic director. Possibly, you know what I'm saying? Hey, might even have a, got a little GM in me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because I can always feel like I can put something together as far as with this sports stuff. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm just in here with my boy, Mr. C. We're going to chop a little game about LeBron and Charles Oakley, a few more of the cats, and a few things that's been going on within the uh, sports world. Bro, I'm gonna tell you like this. Let's just go. On, just, let's just go and put this shit out there, bro. What you got? What you got against my nigga LeBron, man? Hey, man. I just want to say to the people, I am not a LeBron hater. You know what I'm saying? I I feel like I analyze the game very fairly. You know, I have nothing against him. I think he's a very Talented, very talented young man, you know what I'm saying? And with the talents he do have, I will give him that not just the best player in the league, but, you know, there's a lot of things I got as far as a knock on LeBron, as far as him me giving him the nod or the credit as the best player that's ever play, to ever play in the NBA game. I just, I'm just not really willing to do that just yet, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, we about to get into those reasons why. All right, so... Why, I mean, all right, what do my boy Bruin got to do? You know, what do he got to do for that so he he could just finally have that stamp of approval by niggas the GOAT? Because, you know, I mean, hey, I tell you how it is. I feel the man is the GOAT, bro. <laughs> I feel he the GOAT already. What he let more, me, he what let me he know do? that every time we talk about NBA, you let me know that, you, that LeBron, wherever LeBron go, you going. Well, first of all, LeBron got to stop begging for players. Since that, since that's the most recent news about him, my man, my man is if you're the best player in the league, best player in the world, go out there and prove it. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't need no hell of five team. You know, I that's just in my opinion. I just think he, I just think he, you know, he's scared of competition. Basically, you know what I'm saying? All right, all right, all right. Not that he's not a competitor. He don't like winning, but yeah, he just you know he's. When you when you feel like, I, personally, I feel like Kyrie Irving. He's arguably arguably the best point guard in the game, if not the best point guard in the game. You got Kevin Love. Some people argue he's the best power forward in the game, especially offensively. What else? What more than you need? You can play every position. You can guard every player. What more else do you need? There's no way you should be crying in the media. And they get mad at people when they analyze, you know what I'm saying, analyze your game, you know what I'm saying, or, or call stuff for what it is, you know what I'm saying. It, I grew up in an era where you wanted to, Mr. C, 
you grew up in the era. You grew up in the era. Well, it was well we took pride at at beating whoever we thought was the best. Yeah, that's true. Not necessarily trying to team up with the best, because I mean, how can you truly say you number one or you the best if that's all you want to play with? You don't want to challenge yourself to beat these teams. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just my opinion, but I can't take nothing from him. He's very talented. You know, I feel like right. bro, bro, bro. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, this the thing with Brun. This what Brun been saying all year long. People forgetting they lost their backup point guard Matthew Delavadova. They never replaced him. LeBron knew that they never replaced the guy. Matthew Delavadova was a guy who came in. He wasn't the playmaker that LeBron is. Kyrie not really the playmaker. Kyrie will score first off, and LeBron is the playmaker. So what LeBron been saying since the summer, we need to, you know, we need a point guard. We need to replace, you know, our Della Vadova. He 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 never said we need to replace Della Vadova, but he said we need another point guard because they lost them. So tell me what happened with that. How did they? What they didn't want to? They didn't want to pay the man. They couldn't afford hey, to pay him. The the minute and the moment, uh, I think it was Milwaukee or Minnesota. The minute they offered him forty million dollars, oh yeah, I over, hit, yeah. over four years, yeah, I would have hit the road too. That's that same day, LeBron got on Instagram with a picture with him and Delavadova and wished him the best of luck because <laughs> he was getting paid two million dollars a season. It was nowhere in hell that Cleveland yeah. already over the luxury tax, already over the salary, you know, cap was gonna match forty million dollars, ten million dollars a year for a bag of point guard. Although he was a playmaker, well, you know what I say to that. When you 6'8", 6'9", 260 pounds, all muscle, you need to go out there and make all the plays you need to make for your team to win a championship. That's that just in my opinion. <laughs> I, I, You know, I ain't, I mean, you can't take nothing from the man been to the finals, what, last well, six? Right. Pete, Pete, Pete. LeBron, this is year 14. The man averaging 42 minutes a game. LeBron have already surpassed minutes played. When when we look at Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's entire career, LeBron have surpassed the minutes, regular season and playoffs that Michael Jordan have already ever played his whole career. This year fourteen, the man simply saying, "Hey, I'm I'm I ain't no spring chicken. I need help now." And that's that's hey, you gotta feel it. The man the man ain't saying go get me uh James Harden. The man saying go get me a viable point guard to come off my bench. Hey man, I see. The San Antonio Spurs compete and win for people I never heard of every year, man. He got, he got, hey, like, hey, like, San like his Spurs also have, in my opinion, the the greatest uh, in game coach there is, Greg Popovich. I can agree. I agree with that. Hey, I, uh, but your boy, the Cavs got, he, he, I mean, he's still young in the game, but he, he proved Tyron hey, Lue got. We, we can't, we can't compare. No, nah, of course not. Of course, not. of course, of course not. Of course, of course not. Of course not. We can't compare uh, coaches that been in the league just as long as him to to Popovich. You know what I'm saying? He's just on another level. As you know, that's the Bill Belichick of the NBA. That's what I like to say. Basically. So, but um, I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I feel like what like what Tristan Thompson was saying. We we just need to try to win with what we got. Yeah, the, all that sound good. Like, LeBron ain't tripping on playing against the Raptors. He ain't tripping on playing against Indiana. He talking about when the things get tight in the NBA Finals, because they going back. We Everybody know yeah, that. You know, you know. And, I, and 
I believe when things, get, when things get tight and you got this other team on the other side, you know, uh, West Coast down there and uh, somewhere about Oakland. I don't like saying their name. Oh, you talking you know, about the Warriors, man. Yeah, I'm a dog said, you know, I'm yeah. sure I'm a little love. I know you You know, I ain't saying yeah. that name. So, you know, he's saying when he play against those, those guys and they got legit four players on their team, you know, he he's saying when I when I go out, who gonna come in? We got a five. Our bag of point guard right now is five feet six. That's what that's what the guy's saying, and that ain't gonna get it done in the I, NBA finals. I, hold on, let me start. I'm gonna say I want to say something about the Warriors. Man, I know on paper it, it looks like they just got this superstar awesome team. No, they 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 got some they got some. They got some good players, players, even some great players on their the team. The Warriors but, backup point guard six foot five. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, can you, do you think that backup point guard can carry his own team? He only got to carry him for like three minutes a quarter. I'm saying, I'm saying, like if he was on a different team, I'm saying even even Draymond Green, like people call, I don't, I don't consider him a superstar. Draymond Green is he's a, a he's an all star. Well, Draymond Green is a great situational player. But what 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 do you, what type of player you think he would be on the team if he was considered the the guy? The, yeah, I mean, if anybody considers the guy on any team, that means they're gonna get up 15, 20, and twenty five shots. If you're getting up 15, 20, 25 shots, you're supposed to easily average twenty points a game. Right. But so I, my point is, a lot of times the numbers be skewed. All you gotta do is just go back and look at Kevin Love when he played in Minnesota. The guy averaged twenty six and thirteen over there. Now he on a real team. He averaging eighteen and twelve. Oh, so he was. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I still think Kevin Love the same player. I just think because he, got, he, you know, he just in a different role. He, I just think because if with him being in a different role over there in Cleveland, he's not able to average as many points or rebounds as he would if, like, if he was that guy, you know, like he was in Minnesota. So that I don't know. You know, I don't I, like. I said, you call, I never, you, you call those kind of guys. Or uh, stat stuffers, or or them practice players, or uh, you know playing on them bad teams after averaging all those points. Hey, uh, the the I, real, I, I, the real guys show up in the playoffs when it matters. The guy was averaging like ten points when it mattered, and and his team never made the playoffs. So I I can give you that, but until LeBron got to Miami, and you know he even with the help, of, you know. I would probably put him in that that's that you know that category as well, just as far as and that's and that's another thing why I, I don't give wait, him wait, that nod wait, as, wait, 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 as the wait, best player. What you said, uh, stat stuff. Yeah. Because people holler about he how much numbers he numbers he put up, but you know, I mean, see, I look I look at basketball from a skills and talent standpoint. You know what I'm saying? I think at six nine. 250, 260, our muscle being the fastest player most of the time on the court, jumping out the gym, it's you gonna have them type of numbers. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, hey man, hey y'all. For the record, the guy just said, let me phrase it. I look at that guy, six eight, you know, 250, as a stat stuffer. He called LeBron James a stat stuffer. I, I, I gotta disagree with you on that one, my man. LeBron is the same guy in his third year. In his third year in the league, took the Cleveland Cavaliers to the NBA Finals. And what did that? And then they they didn't win a game, did they? <clears throat> they got swept against a super super talented. Hey, but, 
Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not a superstar. That's definitely what I'm saying. And I was. I would. You kind of special. Yeah, during them years in Cleveland, he put up a lot of numbers, but they ran into a lot of problems too playing against the. You Boston. know why? But you know why? Why is that? He was the only All Star on the team. For like his first seven years, he had, he had one other All Star, and that guy was Mo Williams. Mo, but I, Mo, just, William, Mo Williams made the All Star one time. I'm just comparing it to the same situation Kevin Love was in. How many All Stars did he have during that time he was playing in Minnesota? When he was making the All Star in Minnesota, Kevin Kevin Love was making the All Star as the 14th and uh, not the 14th, the 12th player on. He was like he was the last pick. Every year he made the All Star. He was never a starter. He was always a reserve because he had the numbers. But they had they had losing. They was winning forty games a year, thirty five games a year. I understand. When LeBron was in Cleveland, they averaged sixty wins a year, sixty. And the first year he left, they went from sixty two wins a year all the way. I think they won like twenty three games the next year out of eighty two. That that show you the man true value right there. No, no, he definitely makes his teammates better. But I was just trying to compare that to the years when Kevin Love was in Minnesota as we, versus when he was in. We can't compare because Kevin Love when he was in Minnesota, he, he most games he was more like thirty eight. I don't even want to say forty. But I don't even even his supporting cast wasn't as good as LeBron had in Cleveland. They weren't no they weren't no great players. Boy, but he had Booby Gibson. Where he at? He got the lead. He he somewhere on the southwest side of probably Onyx right now throwing up some wounds. <laughs> he got uh Valley uh, doing that. I think who who was all on that team back then? Booby Gibb. We can't can't same, name a him. lot of the same players that he going that he's going and uh that's that he's picking up on his team now. Bro, a lot of them same players. LeBron took me, you, uh uh the, the trash man outside and the mailman hey. to the NBA finals. They won 60 games a year with me, you, and the trash man, and the mailman. Hey. And I ain't talking about Carl Malone. I mean the mailman who UPS. <laughs> so. Hey, man. The man, like I said, he's, very, he's a very talented, very talented young brother. I just, <laughs> as far as being best player to ever play in the NBA, part of, uh, I can't give him that. And he definitely, he definitely. Gotta let all that complaining go, man, and just go out there and put and put and continue to put in the work like you've been doing. You know, you you've been to the NBA Finals the last six years. The man, what are you complaining about, the man? The man been playing at the top at the top level that they used to play since high school, since ninth grade. He, you know, in high school they went to four state finals, won three, lost one his junior year. And then he come back first pick NBA draft, averaged twenty two points his rookie year. Second year they didn't make the playoffs. Third, no, second year they did make the playoffs. Third year he went to the NBA finals. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he has a pretty impressive. He has a, pretty, a very impressive resume. Especially what I, what I think what it is, man. The man been great for so long, man. You know, you know. No, see, and the man, that, man, and that, the man, and man, 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 and looking at competition, you know, in a in a different way, man. It, I just feel like the man the he goat, would bro. rather. No, he's not the goat. The man, the goat, bro. Mr. C, I don't even think you really believe it. I know, I know, the man, the goat. I know, I know you're a big, I know you're a huge 
LeBron fanatic. Don't, don't get me. Hey, don't but get me started on Michael Jordan. He, he is, he is don't not Don't get me the started dog, on man. Michael Jordan. We can go. Hey, man. I can get, hey. You can go, we can go though. I mean, Michael. Yes. But see, I'm sure, I'm sure, like I and this is why I brought up the whole stat stuff for coming because I'm sure you're going to compare numbers, but I'm just talking about. Michael Jordan was a stat stuff. But, but greatness, though. It but was, he was a stat stuff. But it was. It, he was a ball home. But when he made it, the, he didn't lose. When it was time to win, in them championship moments, he didn't lose. You want to know why he ain't lose? It's, you want to know why he ain't lose? Why, why, ain't why lose? Michael Jordan ain't lose? Why he ain't he lose? ain't play nobody. First year. The, first, so, so, so you. I, I, I can okay, break it down. Break it down, but I want. I, before you break it down, I want you to sit up here and say, so the basketball we watching today is the bet is better than the basketball that we watched in the nineties. Is this, that is that what you're saying? I'm definitely saying it. Oh, Today, today's man. basketball, team for team, player for player. We we seeing talent right now like we've never seen talent Even, before. We exactly I, talent, but right. I, these players. These teams wouldn't beat them teams Tanner just out pure heart. Tanner. Most of these players have no heart. Them teams back then, all they did was foul. You know why they fouled? Because they couldn't really hoop. I disagree, man. I disagree. I mean, the, the game, the right game was definitely Look, more the aggressive. Right now. The, the game was definitely more aggressive. So you don't think a Tim Hardaway, a Tim Hardaway type of point guard could would be a – the same all-star type of successful Tim, part of Tim, point Tim, guard. Tim, Tim Hardaway can't get on the court with James Harden. Tim Hardaway can't get on the court with Steph Curry. Tim Hardaway can't get on the Tim Hardaway can't get on the basketball court with Westbrook. Y'all see, see, y'all sort of, hey, we stuck in the name. Y'all gotta let that stuff go. These hey, these players today way better. I don't, I don't, they I, way I, I, I definitely disagree, man. They these players they have more talent. Talent because things get those type of things get better with time with generations. But these they definitely don't have better skills, Mister C. We seeing skills? more travels. We seeing more travels, especially Boy. from your Mister Superstar in this day's <laughs> NBA game than I have ever. Hey, Mr. C. it ain't travels. The refs don't call it. Hey, bro, it is what it is. Refs don't. Hey. Let's see, we almost we go, almost if, playing. If you, if you go we rob, buy, if you go buy, rob a star right there and get away with it, you ain't rob no star. Ro- you man, hit a lick. Hey. You ain't rob no star. You hit a lick. Hey man, we can potato, potato. We can switch it up however however you want to, man. Tra- travels, travels, and like I said, I these brothers are more talented. Shaq like, traveled his whole career. He played back in the nineties. Real fan call it. You not calling travel on the guy who everybody in the gym and who all these TV people pay to see. I'm, I'm, I'm not even they. I'm, they even let the no name guy slide with it. I'm just saying. I mean that's on a different. You know the whole. That's as like you said, referee ain't calling. That's on the referees. But I'm just now, saying as far as straight, straight skills, we. I'm talking about have have the guys even including your LeBron is they they can't even play with they bad they. They backs to the basket. You can't say that, bro. I guess you forgot about the uh. The don't talk. Don't talk. Please don't not tell me about that little lucky, that lucky, <laughs> that lucky ass bank shot. He just threw up off the glass that with a prayer. Please don't tell me that that that. Please don't tell me that's what you about to bring up right well, now. We don't gotta bring up the bank shot. We don't gotta bring it up. But what we can bring up is when LeBron played against the Indiana Pacers. And they got down. It was either three one or three two. And LeBron went. Oh, 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 when man. LeBron came up there. Okay, but I'm he played in the paint back. I'm not. Ta- okay, but I'm saying he and did that was forty forty five. Let's see. 
What man just learned that a, a year ago, man. Come on, let's not. That's greatness, man. <laughs> That's greatness. That's greatness, bro. All right, man. You said the man right, come man. back to the basket. He did that seven, eight years ago. Man, he was nah, nah. He was definitely not. He definitely, that was that was what year? That was two thousand nine. Let's see. He was definitely he was definitely not backing nobody down to the goal like that. What, what year was it? That two thousand nine. Two thousand. It was one of two thousand eleven. This twenty seventeen. It, it was at least six years ago. Oh man. It, it was like their first championship run. See, see this. This why this why we always run into our problem because. We can't never be realistic when it comes to LeBron. You just man. said the man can play back to the basket. And he, I, he, he, I, did. he did. He averaged forty-five playing back to the basket. San Antonio says the man can hit jump shots. Second, uh, his second championship he won playing back to the basket. Okay, so let's okay, let's talk about skills and talent then. Let's talk about skills and talent. So we gonna talk about fundamentals of the game. Let's talk. Go ahead and talk about what I when I when I keep bringing up these skills and talent. I'm saying LeBron, being in my personal opinion, speed, quickness is something you can get better at. Speed is something you can't coach. LeBron is, like I said, from baseline to baseline, still probably uh, one of the fastest. If hey y'all, we can take a real quick break. We'll be right back. But yeah, man, man, yeah, yeah. Like I say, bro, and we can talk about this LeBron all day. Cause you gonna feel how you feel about him. Yeah, now nah, that was just you know a good way to kick yeah. it off, man. You know I, I, ain't, I, I'm, I'll be remote ready, prepared for you with my, with my stats next time. You, you know, kind of, you kind of eat me, you kind of KO me on this round with LeBron. I, ain't, I, I got. My opinion about him, but next time we chop it up, I have my stats to you know to back it up. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, I I I, I gotta say he is with being able to guard every position in on the court, just for the simple fact of that, and being a the best player to do it. Cause you got your Draymond Greens and maybe a couple other people that could that has the size to do it. But he, he you know he definitely is the best player that does that. So. With that, I give him the best player in the game right now, no. But overall, ever play in the NBA? Nah, I ain't, I ain't ready to do that yet. But you know, we'll get back. Hey, into that's that. cool. That's cool, bro. We just have to uh, agree to disagree. Right. right. And, and and oh, it's most definitely. I can't let you leave. Most definitely got to disagree with that '90s versus now game. I I, I can't let you. Uh, but we but we we'll, we'll that's, a, that's that. a great topic we'll, 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 to bring we'll up on the next. That, yeah. You know, yeah. Nineties versus nine. That's what we gonna call them too. Nineties versus nine. But yeah, uh, man, what you want to talk about next, bro? Oh man, did you see what happened with your boy uh, Charles Oakley, man? I I I don't know what all went on, you know. But you you know you can't go around poking, you know, punking the owner, you know, <laughs> in yeah. his in his arena, and you know what I'm saying. But Charles Oakley is definitely a New York Nick legend. I, I'm sure it's something they could have. Worked out with him besides sending the man to jail, man. Yeah, uh, you know, I feel the same way about this. I mean, the way I go about it, man, Charles Oakley, you know, that's a New York Nick legend. You, you know, I mean, he started out with the Bulls. Right. That's why him and Jordan, like him, like Oakley and Jordan, they like best friends, like still to the day. Right. But at the same time, Oakley, you know, he, he known for playing in New York all those years. You know, he he was one of those big, rough, tough guys. Exactly, exactly. Then guys that I that, 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 that I enjoy watching yeah, play yeah, in the yeah, 90s, but, you know what I'm saying? Didn't really have too much skill. Didn't have too much talent either. <laughs> I give you that one. He can play defense. I give, I give you that Big, one. rough, tough guy. But, yeah. like, you know, that's New York. That grit, that toughness. And, and you know, he's beloved for that and stuff like that. But 
you know, just talking about uh, what happened last night, man. The way I look at that, bro, that was you don't treat a guy like that. I mean, I don't know what words was exchanged, but it's not even supposed to lead up to it. Right, right, right. It kind of took me, uh, made me think about that whole situation that was going on with uh, with Jeff Fisher and your boy uh, Dickerson. Uh, uh, Eric Dickerson, you know, he didn't, you know, before Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Fisher got fired, oh, yeah, him and Eric Dickerson was butting heads about something, and then he told, you know, he was like, he didn't want the man at the facility, yeah, and same all man that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You know, you just some, it's just certain people that have spent so many time in your organization, you gotta give them a pass Especially on Especially when we're talking about the Rams right, right now. Right. Who the hell cares about the Rams <laughs> in the first place? Exactly, exactly. You know, for the guy to even want to be, you know, in that light, known with them, exactly. you know, you got to give him his cause and respect on that alone. Exactly, because, you know, he is the face of the L.A. Rams. You know, yeah. he, you know, he didn't, I don't think he played when they was moved to St. Louis, but, you know, definitely when it comes to the Rams being in Los Angeles, Eric Dickinson is the face of this. So, you and know. Eric Dickinson did tell them boys, he said, bro, look here. You will be gone before I be gone. Hey, hey, hey. That I turned like, out to be yeah. a true story. Yeah, right about, about four or five days later, if that fish yeah, was gone. gone. Yeah, you're right about that. But, but yeah. Oakley, man, like, one of the things that I saw that was so disheartening with it, they say they arrested him at the arena. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. I seen the footage. Yeah, that, 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 yeah that, that, I think that's what really got to me right there. You know, I can't say he made me upset because, you know, I ain't, ain't like I don't really know the brother nothing like that, but. It just made me like, man, you know, that respect factor, all that. It just put it back in perspective for me that the NBA is a business, man, you know. But, my man. It's just, it's, it, you know, it ain't, sometimes it ain't, they only, you know, how much work you put in. People take a total disregard for that, you know. <coughs> but, it, you know, it is but what it is. But at the same time, Charles Oakley, bro, look here. This ain't the 80s no more. This ain't uh -huh. the 90s no more. You you done playing. You damn near sixty. Exactly. You can't be out there. And cameras is everywhere. <laughs> you still is a cameras professional. Is everywhere. You, you know. You can't go around. You a celebrity, and yeah, you can't go bumping on them. You still supposed to be a, a, a guy of high regards, and cameras are rolling. You right. had a you, you had a national tele, televised game on. It was on ESPN, TNT. Yeah, ESPN. It was ESPN, on ESPN, yeah. and you know, so Oakley, bro, you know. You was out of line for even like taking it there. I I, I know you're a high head and stuff like that, but at the same time, hey, somebody got to be the man of the situation. Right. I mean, Oakley ain't known for being the man of the situation and stuff like that, but no, hey. he's not. He's actually known for doing what he what he did. But that was on the court, right? Exactly. It's just, yeah, most this time he got just on, sent to jail. Yeah. yeah. You know? Most guys when it comes to stuff on the court, a lot of times they be more loving headed off the court. Right. But, Oakley, he on the court that way. Yeah. I'm just curious to what what the what the words was that was exchanged for it to even get to that point because I missed that part. But yeah, he, he definitely put the uh, you know put a big face to <laughs> put a big face on. You know what I'm saying? But, and you know, right now the Knicks going through what they going through with the whole Phil Jackson, the mellow thing. Yeah, yeah they got a lot of like drama. That. Yeah. So it's a whole lot of drama. The whole organization. I say they just got all this Spike run the team, and man, maybe they might do something, man. You know, but you want Spike to run the hey, team, bro? Man, hey, man. Well, he might be. He cause he's a dead. He, we know he's a good director. <laughs> he could. He probably could really put something together. Not coaching. I ain't saying coaching, but you know, he might. He might need to give him a little general general manager spot or something like you ever that. You thought about that? Yeah, man. Y'all want to win, man. Hey, he definitely know. He definitely know everything about every player. So. Oh yeah, most definitely. So, but you know, I don't. Uh, I just think it was crazy for Carmelo to even sign a no trade clause. 
No, what was crazy anyway. was, I mean, I, you can never fault the guy for taking the money. Right. No, no, nah, nah, yeah. That's what they're supposed to sign back with the Yeah, no, nah, I, I never fault you for taking the money. I, I like to think that, and, it, and you know, I guess it just always, I, I brought it back down to this code being how strong I am, strong I am as a competitor. I never take, I don't see myself, you know, coming from third ward, growing, I never take less money. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I go out, I truly feel like, I mean, of course, <coughs> better talented players, you got better chance of winning, but I really feel like I go out there and win with anybody. So, I know, I'm not, I don't you think I'm one of them. Until you, until yeah. you are uh, year 10 and you ain't got that hey, second round. If I'm year 10 and they still offer me top dollar to go, hey, man. But I'm look, just I, I'm I'm looking at I don't know I you know I love the game but you know I I love you know providing for my family babe look out for my people even more than that that's just that's just me personally you know I what mean, I'm saying so I you, can see why Carmelo you know always you, took the if money if you and your ten a guy on Melo status you'd have made one fifty two hundred million right Melo had an offer on the table and a better opportunity on the table at the time to sign with the Chicago Bulls hey hey and you know I was. You know, I was a Bulls rocking with the Bulls at you the time because my play had my boys Rose and Joe Kim. I liked it, that chemistry that and I and I actually thought with the problems, the offensive problems we were having that that would be a good fit. But I mean, obviously he thought you know taking that money was more important to him because that's that's still what he did. So and people say Lala had a whole lot to say with that because you know I mean, she getting yeah. a whole lot of opportunities. You know with uh. Being in front of the camera, you know, making uh TV shows hey, and they say commercials. Happy, they say happy wife, happy life, man. Hey, I, I, that hey. may be true, but Melo, <laughs> Melo looks very, very musical right now. And the job Phil Jackson have did as far as putting talent and the players around him. Oh yeah, for sure. Man. Yeah, Phil, you know, he ride, he riding the money train too. He, he know, I, he's not really invested. Either. He's not really invested, but I mean, you if you begging me to do the job and you gonna pay me. Top dollar for it, yeah. Why not take the money in? You know what I'm saying? Be a damn fool not to. Yeah, just like George Carl, man. Once you you wrote you one of them books, like Field and done, they ain't trying to do nothing else with the game. You wasting your time trying to give them them type of cash money. Man, one of them rings. Yeah, you know, ain't ain't nothing else for for them to do as far as the game, you know. And trying to run that old triangle offense, man, that shit is gone, passed by, it's in the past. You got to let that go, bro. Yeah, leave, leave that. Leave that was in the nineties with the starches. Yeah, cause I, I, I actually uh like Jeff Hornacek as a coach, but you know when you when somebody's forcing your hand, yeah, you know it's, it's hard to you know really, really get anything accomplished. So, bro, in the end, man, the whole New York Knicks organization, basketball organization, man, it's it's on the downfall. They need to rebuild. They need to cut loose. You know, a lot of those guys are uh, Derrick Rose, same way. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. My boy, he, he just, you know. He's tripping right now. He's, you know, Derrick Rose, somebody, he want $150 million, you know, come uh, this summer, actually. Who, who, whoever the next team that, sign. That young man head is, very, is definitely big. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. He, but same he, thing with him. You know how. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of Derrick Rose. But Chicago Bulls. I mean, brings? you know, it's, it just, you got to, the reality of it, man, you, you, you Brandon Roy out here, you know what I'm saying? It's just you, it's, you know, son. He got gum in the knees and ankles, man. They yeah. lose, yeah. Tired and break easy. You the know? man is uh, is definitely on the other side of that hill. At, 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 way before his time, you shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? He should have a lot of game left, but you know, some, you know, when your body shut down, 
And the manager take a toll. Yeah, it ain't nothing, ain't, ain't nothing you can do. You was right about that. Brandon Barrett, number two. Yeah, you know, hey, because, you know, it, the game of, well, we can say that about a lot of players. Grant Hill, you know. Yeah. You know, ain't no telling what what the, what the, what the game would have looked like if, you know, some of them players was able to Man, you know what, pass those injuries. Hey, let's leave New York where they at at the bottom. Gotcha. Let's talk about some of these social issues that's been going around. No doubt. And, um... I keep it real. It's no secret. Everybody know, man. I'm no fan of nobody from Golden State whatsoever. But the guy Wydell is what I call him. Y'all know my still pure, but I call him. I call him by his real name. The guy put out a statement the other day, and um, you know, uh, the uh, the CEO of Under Armour, you know, right. who, who he signed with, supporting Trump. He, I believe he, he one of uh, you know, Trump's biggest uh endorsers and and uh, and guys, you know, you know, they our friends and stuff like that. So. Right. And uh, he came out publicly saying he believes Trump's, you know, his vision, you know, with the United States right now, he's doing a, a real swell, swell of a job. You know, he's a great guy. He's a great guy for the country right now. And, you know, Seth Curry came out and, you know, he's totally, totally, you know, against it. You know, so. Well, what I got to say about that is, um, I mean, I agree. I, I like what Steph Curry said. I'm just going to be looking to see if he puts some action towards that, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be trying to monitor the situation, monitor the comments, and uh, also of the owner or CEO of, of Under Armour as well, because when it's just bad business for a representative of a company to speak out on these, on these type of issues publicly like this, because I'm sure it's a bunch of Hispanics and Muslims yeah. that wear that wearing some Under Armour gear right now. You know they play basketball, they play sports just like anybody else. So Never what I'm saying, that, bro, you right. So what I'm saying, you know, for when people speak out in boldness like that, and, and I tend to believe what they saying. You know, and and if you backing and supporting this ignorant stuff that's coming out of Donald Trump mouth. That means you've been wanting. That means you've been feeling like this. You've been yeah. wanting to speak up and you say just, things like you just this. You needed somebody to come out and speak right. up and, 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 and say the stuff. Right. Like, you needed somebody that's, I guess, has more authority or more power than you to speak up. So now, you know you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times people are afraid to speak up because they 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 afraid of the pushback or the downfall. Yeah. Yeah. But if somebody that's, you know, if... if you the CEO, so is you know what I'm saying. Donald gonna take out exactly, exactly, exactly. That's that's my that's my point. I, it, if a person with more authority, more power than you speak on <coughs> about it, it's nothing for you to speak up. You know what I'm saying? They because they, they gonna everybody gonna come for the head. You know what I'm and, saying? But and for the record, right here, I got the quote that uh Steph Curry put out, and um you know. Basically, man, Curry saying he ain't afraid to leave under him. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I read it uh because they that game came on yeah. right after the Knicks game. I was watching it, so and I read the comments. It's just like I said. He said, I mean, for me, it's nothing else to uh, nothing, it's nothing else. else to discuss. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The man that said what, how he, how I believe, and and just like I said, in my opinion, when people. Especially they have a lot to lose as far as business wise as a company as Under Armour for speaking out. See back back in uh, the, back, in, back in the sixties, man, what they what they used to say is the only way to hurt them, you hurt them in a pocket. Exactly, exactly, and exactly. Curry, Curry say if I can say the leadership is not in line with my core values, 
then there's no amount of money, there's no platform. I wouldn't jump off, you know, if I wasn't in line, if, if the, you know, if what they had going on was not in line with who I am as a person. So he's saying, you know, all the state, you know, the stuff they've been saying and all the, you know, the issues, you know, we've been right. having the Muslim bans and, you know, all the stuff Trump been doing. And so this guy's CEO on him come out and, you know, pretty much give the guy, give Donald Trump, you know, the green light, bro. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, give man, him his blessings, know, yeah, so to speak. You, you blessing the guy, so, you know, and here Steph Curry is your number one athlete, you know, right under the company. Right. You know, he, and who's to say that every every Under Armour uh, spokesperson or somebody, everyone that has a contract with Under Armour is a Christian? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, or following that, you know what I'm saying, that type of faith. How do you know that people that are work that that are not working for you or or people that you are paying, like the Steph Curry? I know Steph Curry. I, if I'm not to, I believe he's a Christian, but I'm saying yeah. other guys that you may that are you know. That you're giving sponsorship to, or that are representing you as a company, how do you know that these guys are not of the Muslim faith? And you hear you speaking out or agreeing and pretty much applauding the guys' efforts to ban people from coming over here because of of, cha of faith they choose. You know what I'm saying? And just reading pretty much like Mr. C said, this is one of his biggest biggest endorsers. Like I, I you know, for me, there's nothing else to there's nothing um, else to even talk about. But like I said, I'm I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna just be looking to. What's your to issue? See what, what's your issues and your take on Donald Trump right now? You know the guy been. In I pres mean, he been president for like I think this is third week now. I just, I just think he. For us to be, I don't mean I don't know what we. I, I, what we are we? I don't believe are we still considered the most powerful nation in the world as far as according to the world or is it is it uh, are we is China considered that's that what, power now? That's what. We like to say right. So with, with that being said, he just handling that position just unprofessionally. I mean, presidents don't send these type of tweets and presidents don't even tweet. But ex, ex, my point is exactly. But I'm just saying, people they they don't send these type of messages through social media. They don't come. They don't. They don't come in off. Uh, everything, uh, every little thing somebody say about them, just 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 the things when you the that he comes out and say says. It, you, you know what I'm saying? When you the president, when you, when you the president, it's not about you. Right. The president it's about the people. It's a, a representation of the people. Exactly. Exactly. And he's he's re, he's representing a, a very small population of the uh, of this of this country. The one percenters. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just yeah, he's just very. I'm really disappointed to be American right now, and I, and even with other crooked presidents or presidents that I didn't agree with, not necessarily crooked, but that I didn't agree with their philosophies or the things that they wanted to change or do, I've never felt this, and so, never had a nervous or un, so blatant with yeah, uneasy un, un, un feeling about what what the what direction the country is is headed. I'm only 30 years old, but just you know, as long as I've been able to understand. I've never, I never, I've never felt the way that I feel now about the president that we have or the person we have, pretty much making the executive decisions for for the people of of, of this country. Because I mean, when it comes down to it, man, most of us, except you know, I mean, you know, you have people that I believe that look like you know me and you that that were already here. Yeah. But besides, if your ancestry didn't come from that. 
Yeah. We all immigrants, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Especially the Donald Trumps, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just just being honest. So how could you how yeah. could you deny the access when this is considered the land of the free? How can you deny the access to people when you you basically you and your ancestors are immigrants yourself? Yeah, I believe they like from Scotland or Ireland somewhere. They yeah. like Scottish or Ireland. You know what I'm saying? Like so that. that that's that that you know it, you know that that, that it's just disgusting, man. You know that we would. But I, it just, I, it's, is it's all, it's almost laughable that I really think people, <coughs> the people that voted for them or the people that helped them get in office, I really believe they just done this just because we had a black president for the last eight years. Yeah. Just to show they were just what it was, bro. My opinion, they were afraid, man. The the White House was starting to become a place that they wasn't familiar with. Right. They didn't have nobody. To, they had nobody who looked like them, who represented them no more. They was they was looking at it like, in my opinion, the the White House, the whole presidency, the whole you know all that kind of stuff. It, it was starting to look too hip and too cool, you know. And it, it always kind of been a little snobbish, a little you know snuck or stuck up, right? You know, they always kind of looked down on you know the general population, right? They, you know, so yeah, the fuck, yeah. They wanted somebody who look, at least looked like them, right? And 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 for me, it until Obama got in office, it it was never like some type of welcoming place or place that I just wanted to yeah. to visit, you know. So I, I I can I can see that, but yeah, man, that that's just my opinion. I just think they put this guy in office just to to show us, like, hey. This is still this is still what it is. Yeah, you know, even though he he's more represent, like I said, we he's representing that one percent. It's he's been put in office not, you know, what I'm saying not to, to because he was the best candidate, but because he's someone that also is has a hidden agenda or is being controlled or being you know controlled by others. You know, basically that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, he yeah. he's the spokesman for uh, for. The other few, yeah. basically, what I'm saying. So, and you know, man, uh, I was just reading some uh, last night. You know, the doctor, uh, the daughter of, uh, you know, Martin Luther King, Coretta Scott, right, Coretta right. Scott King. You know, uh, she posted a message on Facebook last night, man. Yeah, I, I actually uh, copied and pasted, and it says, uh, y'all just like y'all tune in, man. Y'all listen to this. It's a like, uh, some wise advice circulating. It's a like, number one. Don't use his name ever. 45 will do. Number two, remember that his uh, regime, remember this is his regime and he's not acting alone. Number three, do not argue with those who support him. It doesn't work. Number four, focus on his policies, not his orangeness, nor his mental state. Number five, keep your, keep your messages positive. They want the country to be angry and fearful because... This is the song from which the darkest policies will grow. Number seven, support artists and all of their arts. Number eight, be careful not to spread fake news. Check it. Number nine, take care of yourselves and resist. And um, she she went on to say, keep them, you know, keep demonstrations peaceful. In the words of John Lennon, when it gets down to having to use violence, then you are playing the systems game. The establishment will irritate you. Pull your beard, flick your face to make you fight. 
because once you've you know gone violent, then they know how to handle you. So the only thing you know they they know how to do is handle you know you know you know she say the best thing to do how to handle you know all the hate and all the hatred and everything that's going on right now you know you know just ignore it you know and be who you are and you know it just you know just face it right I, I and and that was a that was some very I I think some uh powerful statement a powerful message she's sending out um and I'm. And I'm all for the peaceful walker trying to do things, you know, you know, take the alternative route, you know what I'm saying? Because violence is not, you, you don't want that to be answered because in war there's casualties on both sides, you know, and we all got family. No one's trying to lose anyone, but man, you, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you got to. Got to, you know, sometimes the physical is, is, I believe, is necessary. You know, I, I'm not saying we at so that point now. You, you know saying what I'm saying? There's but, a time and place for a little bit of uh, Malcolm. There's a time and place for a little bit of more. Most definitely, most definitely. I, I just even pointed out in, in this, in, uh, give you, give you this example. Uh, I, 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 I always try to look, look for something real or something true in movies or, Whatever that I'm you know watching, or uh, you, uh, you, you know what they say, bro. In every lie, is always a little truth to it. Right. So even in TV, whatever I'm, I'm, I always try to find the realness or the truth in in everything. But so I was watching Selma the other day for the first time, and uh, they they got a scene on there with Lyndon B. Johnson is talking to another guy, but they were talking about Martin. You know what I'm saying? And the guy was like. Kind of on some stuff like Martin is a little out of control, like he kind of like he doing too much. Yeah. And Lyndon B. Johnson, he kind of agreed with the guy, but he was like, we, you know, we need to keep him around. You know, we, you know, we, we can keep, we can try to get him on board with what we, we, we got, what we got going on. Yeah. But we don't want to shut him down. You know what I'm saying? We want him to be the face of this, of this movement because we don't want the radicals. He kept talking about the radicals and the rebels, but basically, really talking about Malcolm. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Indirectly, we don't want them to to rise up and lead the movement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I did that just stuck with me because you know what I'm saying that they they are they are yeah they'll give us a little you know long as we stay nonviolent and keep yeah. the peaceful, but they really don't they don't really want to see the Malcolm. They don't. They don't want. They don't want. To see. So I understand. I I, I definitely agree with a lot. Uh, the sister posted, I even copied and pasted, but you definitely got to, it's definitely okay in my eyes to mix a little Malcolm in there, because you, I just they think it's necessary. Us. They I hate us because they really fear us. Exactly, exactly. Not only that, they don't truly understand us. And it's kind of hard, you know, when, when they, they never really tried to either. Right. And no, no, uh, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but... <coughs> They understand us. It's, I think the problem is we don't understand. A lot of us don't understand ourselves. We don't really know who we are. A lot of them know who we are. That's why they fear. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's true too. They that's why they they know what we are capable of. That's why they fear. That's why they fear. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um. Enough for that. Uh. That number forty-five. That's how. We, yeah. From, number forty-five. From, from now on, that's how. Yeah. We, that's what we refer yeah. refer at. Number forty-five. Yeah. We so, gave him um, forty five. We gave forty five a few minutes too long. Too anyway. long. Yeah. 
So let's just move on, but kind of in that same light. Right. Say, bro, uh, how you feel about, uh, you know, how you feel about Tom Brady? You know, when he won the Super Bowl, uh, was it last year, a couple of years back? He didn't attend, uh, he, he didn't go to the White House. Right. And reason being, long story short, because, uh, you know, President Obama was oh, president. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. You didn't know that, yeah. Because the rest of the team went, right? Rest, everybody went. Except yeah. him. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know so, that. So you know, know that. you know, they just won the Super Bowl. Exactly. And then Martellus Bennett, he right after the Super Bowl, Martellus Bennett said, "I'm yeah, not I, going yeah. now." I think he. I think a couple other players yeah, said they weren't going. You know, the cornerback McCarty, right. he said the same thing. He's not going to the White House. You know, because Trump is in office. Right. How you feel about that? I feel like I, I feel like that's that's perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? They grown men. Um. Making the making a uh not necessarily a political you know, stance, but just a, a a moral stance. You know what I'm saying? You know I, they tried to say. You know they tried to say. Uh, everybody, you know, got all these opinions right now. You know, because Bennett and McCarty, you know, came by and said they not, you know, gonna attend. You know, the White House and all that, the White House visit. Right. But you know, these same people that was that's right now out open arms and all that. They was all quiet. And yeah, yeah, I'm they sure they, didn't anything, they couldn't have had anything to say because you know, I, you know, I'm a, I watch the sports center and the first takes and all yeah. of that. And like I said, I don't even much, rem I don't even remember Tom Brady not attending the uh they the ceremony. Make, they ain't making a story. Exactly, exactly. Under the and, that, and that's what I get mad at the Stephen A's and the uh, Marcus Wileys and all these cats that look like me and you that's on the. On the uh, that's on that's I in front of like the TV. That's, man, that's in front of the TV. But when it's time to speak up for for something that needs to be, you know, brought to brought to the uh public's attention, they quiet. You know what I'm saying? So, but as far as that situation, I mean, that's his homeboy. I'm sure they hang. I'm sure they 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 could be hanging out right now. You know what I'm saying? They probably still on the Super Bowl. I'm sure. I'm sure. Crab, Brady, Trump. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they. They've hung out. I mean, cause ain't like he's has any political experience. So you know, it was for him. You know, he's always been in that business world. Yeah. So I'm sure him and him and Kraft are, are real tight. So I mean, I and and for me, that's on his end. That's cool too. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? But cause I'm never, I'm not that person that think that uh. That that they get into your personal life, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm they, watching the game. I watch the NFL to see you watch you play football. Yeah. I'm judging you off being a football player. What you got going on so, in your so, personal so, life? I might not disagree, but I ain't trying to be your homeboy. You so, know what I'm saying? I, so, so you telling me, um, you know Tom Brady? You know he he a big Trump supporter. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean he yeah. a big he a big 45 supporter. Yeah, he big 45 so, supporter. If you was a Patriot fan, you'll be. Would you still root for the Patriots the same way? Um, hey man, if I'm a Patriots fan, I'm you almost saying you die with them anyway because they yep. just just the type of white collar team that they you know what I'm saying that they are. But now if I was a Patriots fan, yeah, because I'm watching the game. The, the, can't we can't take from them. the dude is a hell of a hey. The best quarterback I've seen in my you know what I'm saying is in, in my time. Yeah, you know besides as far as. Just being a winner, I had to give it to Tom Brady. But if, <laughs> if I see him walking the street, it's it's F him. You know, it's fuck him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't, yeah. I, hey, yeah, Tom, you had a good game, but you can't hang out over here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can't come. We can't ride and chill because we, cause really, we don't, 
you 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 know that ain't you you know that ain't what something you want to do anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he probably hang out with the Michael Jordans or something like that every now and then. But you know, people got they <laughs> they uh. Know what I'm saying? Mike might be a Donald Trump supporter. All we know, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, neither here nor there. But yeah. you know, I mean, that don't make yeah, it don't uh, really move me either, either way. You know what I'm saying? If he don't want, if he going to hang out, that's you know, it is what it, it is. It is what bro. it is, man. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, it's the people, the people that I do have a problem with are the people that's coming or saying something negative towards Bennett and the other guy McCarty for not going because yeah. you know. If he, do you ain't like you said you ain't say nothing to Tom Brady? Why are you speaking up? You know what I'm saying? When I, you know that's my that's my personal decision. This ain't got nothing to do with the game. You know what I'm saying? So, man, you know, uh, you know, you know, I know you a guy. You know, real H town guy. You know, real screw heavy. You know, came, sure, you sure, know, came up on DJ screw the whole baby, screw man. Click. Shout out to Samika, man. Shout out to Miss Red. You know what I'm saying? Screw sister. Shout out to the fam. Yeah. Already, already. So, so, bro. Uh, my question is, you know, you an H time nigga, like I say, bro. Who you know grew up on that DJ screw shit? For sure, man. For sure, man. man. What's your top five, top three? You know, greatest screw takes your opinion, bro. Uh, I was it saying, man. One of them I'm gonna say is uh is no time for bullshit. Yeah. Uh, another one would be all day in the tray. Uh man, man, it's hard. It's, you know, leaning it's, on it's, the it's switch. Leaning on that one. That's a classic, but um from Cross the Bricks. Southside still holding is one of mine. I'd say leaning on the switch, so that's four. You know, it's two of those. It's Southside holding and it's Southside yeah, no, yeah. still holding. No, I'm talking about Southside still holding. The, the one, one where they field. did. Yeah, yeah. The freestyle. No, no, no. No, no. I'm talking about Southside holding and the one that they did for. Uh, or is it two Southside still holding? Because I know they did one like for, like in dedication to Fat Pat, but I don't know if that's Southside hold. No, it's Southside still holding. I think they may have had. The one they did for Fat Pat was Feel My Pain. Yeah, I know. No, I ain't talking about with that. You know, with the uh, oh, the, the they like they, they they like they got one where they like got a lot of fat pet songs on. Oh, okay, okay, you know okay, what okay, I'm saying? And the, and the partner, I believe it was a cat, some cats named Snoop and another dude named Pat that yeah, was kind of yeah. like paying homage to him. But uh -huh. it was a lot of his songs. But I want to say that one was Southside still holding too. But that one and I'm say. Straight reckon. N2D. N2D. Yeah. N2D. Y2. Well, yeah. Y2. Y2 gray. gray. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who? Tales from the Fall. I ain't gonna lie. That's, that was one of my who's favorite. Who's next with Plex? Yeah. Who's next with Plex? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that Tales, because that, yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie. Them Hawk freestyles. You, them yeah. boys just, yeah. So I, I have to say, no time for bullshit, because, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the first screw tapes I, I actually heard, like, Little reggae on, they got a little Bob Marley joint on there, and that you, just. If you can remember, what was the first screw tape you ever heard? First screw tape I ever heard was uh ninety four shit. Yeah. Was ninety four shit? I was uh my cousin Frog, you no, know, they was standing in uh Ridgemont. Want to say they were standing in Ridgemont? They might have been standing somewhere, but that's the first time I heard heard a screw tape. 
I don't know if it was 94. It could have been 95, but I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. But it was, I know the name of the tape was 94 shit. You know what I'm saying? They had, I think they had an outcast joint on there. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, you, I just, man, my appreciation for school, man, is, I can't, sometimes I can't even put a word because my whole swag, just the way we grew up, the thing we was into, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just come from that era, man. Yeah. And, and DJ School as a person, just being, like I said, I'm going to shout out my homegirl, Shamika, and shout out her mother, Ridge, you know what I'm saying, Miss Pound. Just knowing the family just gave me an even more appreciation of it because... Who, who is that, Shamika? Shamika is his niece. You know oh, what I'm saying? That's, that's, his, that's, that's, DJ yeah, that's DJ School niece. That's his sister. You know what I'm saying? His sister. Daughter. Older sister, daughter. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It was him and his sister. You know what I'm saying? And they mama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They stayed out there in, 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 uh, in Smithville and Austin, in Austin area. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that's, yeah. This school niece I'm talking about, you know. She went to, she went to the yard with us. I remember, You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, we just... End up getting real close, you know what I'm saying? She just family to me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And but just listening to her and talking to her, meeting other members of the family, being spending time at the school shop, just different things like that, just gave me an even more appreciation of it because I got to know about the person DJ School and not just the man behind the music, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, Bro, you know, a lot of people just took him for granted that and had to be live just to be around. Oh man, man, that was man, man you were young, it, young, it was. It, Hey man, that that's I never I never forget them type of experiences and like I said, school will always be in my heart. I consider myself Yeah, man, you know, I was a school baby, man, you know. And just spending time hanging out with uh with Shamika, my homegirl from high school, you know what I'm saying? We still good friends today, you know what I'm saying? That's family and just spending time being around her, getting to know her mama Riz, which is school sister, you know what I'm saying? This is school niece I'm talking about. And be spending time with some of her cousins, just getting to know them, spending time at the shop, just gave me a different appreciation for DJ School as a person, you know what I'm saying? I started to feel like I like I like I knew him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just but just all the good things he did for pe the people that was around him and how he was a workaholic and to tell you the truth, I wouldn't know about the Jay Z's and yeah. these rappers from the West Coast like Sebo and E forty, you know what I'm saying? Different artists without without yeah, game, school bro. put us on the world. You know what I'm saying? And and I just people don't people in this city don't have a uh, I don't think they I'm not expecting their appreciation to be like mine, but they don't I don't feel like they appreciate the man work enough. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just evidence in the fact that we still calling stuff school and shop school and chop and we not paying homage or breaking bread with with you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All right. So let me ask you this: Hey, if I was a nigga that ain't never heard screw before, what's the one screw tape you'll tell tell the nigga to go check out for the first time? For the first time, uh, yeah, nigga, that real feeling. I probably if if it, it, it either be some with fat some with fat pad on, yeah. uh, or I might be I might put them on something like leaning on the switch or yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh, cause. You know, school was about the freestyle. You know, uh -huh. it, so I'm a, You know, I gotta give him some with, give him some with that. You know what I'm saying? But got to. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I let's just go with leaning on the switch. That's you know what I'm saying? Let's just go with that. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you had what, Kiki and Pokey. You, just go it, on. It don't, it don't get no better than that. Yeah, you know nah. what I'm saying? Don't get no better than that. You know, so if yeah, for the first time, but. 
all I just opened shit. I just opened up my case, man. I got tapes, CD. Just tell them to pick one. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, man. I, people just people just need to. I think they need to pay homage more. You know what I'm saying? And just cause whether you people know it or not. Robert Earl Davis, which is DJ School, was calling himself DJ School before he was slowing down records. Yeah. So you are literally using somebody else's name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so that's that's my only thing. Is if you gon' I don't think you should be seeing School and Chop if you ain't DJ School, but if you gonna use it at least in some point of your mixtape, pay some homage or shout him out, shout him something. You know what I'm saying? Because it's I know it's. It's, it's but, a lot to ask for somebody to actually break bread, you know, and do all got, of that. You got some people that look at it, though, they paying homage, you know, when they slow it down, when they chop it. Right. Right. And and, and I can understand you want that perspective. No, acknowledge I, it? No, I mean, not even that. Not because I'm saying if you're going to use his name, that's what I'm saying. You just like you got bone. I mean. He probably just as old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just was around that same time. So oh, DJ D. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So but they calling it who they is. So it's no yeah. I mean, and they still shout him out. Or you yeah. know, I'm still, you know what I'm saying, have a certain level of respect for him. It ain't that they got to because they using their own name. Anybody can slow it down. You know what I'm saying? It, it that, and that, that's what that's what my thing was and I think just from like I said, spending time talking to people that actually knew him. Yeah. That's what that was his issue, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no big issue, but if you're gonna ca call it who you are, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Slowing down is the art form. Screwed is a person, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So if you calling it screwing, screwed and trapped, and you not DJ Screw, it's really fraud. I, I mean, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just that's just what it is. It ain't about if you, you know, DJ D, you slowing it down, you doing your DJ D thing, so it ain't it ain't that you need to shout out school, you doing yeah. your own thing, you know what I'm saying? But because a lot of, you know, you got some people. Hey, yeah, basically, man, just if you're going to use a name, at least know the knowledge and know, know where what I'm saying. Yeah, know where it come from, know what I'm saying. Because I, I and I, anytime I travel, I always take some with me. Because gotcha. people, I always end up meeting or talking to somebody about music. And when they hear a lot of people from, not from Texas or Oklahoma, Louisiana, immediately around. They associate school and child with Michael Watts, and I just have to get educate them or Slim Thug or Power Wild. They bring up these type of names, yeah. and I gotta tell them, you know, nah, I ain't, I ain't got no knock on Slim, Slim Thug. He's the hell of all this Power Wild. Yeah, I ain't got no knock on Michael Watts, but DJ School is is a person. School yeah. and Chop, they come. That's a person's name. And you know what I'm saying? Is a real yeah, group. that's a real group, and Man, they keep and it got damn right. You know what I'm saying? They start. You know, I I, I share that. Let them know that. You know. The Slim Thugs and the Powwows and the Watch, they came later. You know what I'm saying? I know that's how it popped off to the, to the, the mainstream. Yeah. But you got you got guys that didn't lost their life. You know what I'm saying? Representing this and holding Rip, it down. For, the click. You know what I'm saying? For Houston and for Screwed Up Click, you know what I'm saying? <coughs> and I don't I don't never pretend to be a, a member of something like that. Because, you know, I you know I was, first of all, I was too young. But she and, at the same you know, time you was raising right, and yeah, you grew up on exactly. So I got as much love and respect for that. And I gotta say, really I'm always be a, for sure. I'm always be a school baby. That's gonna always be in my heart. Southside Houston, you know what I'm saying? What other person in he man, this man has something going on that these political people can't do. Yeah. I had a whole side of town rocking with each other. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just 
like I'm trying to, you know, I'm a teacher. Like I try to share with y'all, PE teacher, but I, you know, just a teacher by trade. So I, I work with students and what I try to share with them with a lot of this violence going on between neighborhoods is, yeah, we might have got, got out there and fought them, maybe even jumped somebody, but we were definitely not trying to kill each other. Yeah, we could yeah. see them same dudes at a game a couple of days later, and it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? It was we had pot we a policy today from different neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? But it was a South Side thing for yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying nothing against North Side or anything like that. But we was we, in our we own just world. enjoyed the togetherness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And now I don't a lot of that I don't see going on. But I credit a lot of that. To, to the whole DJ Screw Screwed Up Quick movement. You know what I'm saying? It definitely brought us together, bro. You know, so. It was our screw heads at the end of the sure, day. For sure, for sure, and, Nigga and, pull up, nigga pull up jamming that June 27. Right. 99 um, live, 987 live, whatever it is. It ain't too many people out here that, get, that help people feed their family. He gave boys a different avenue other than the streets. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Opportunities, exactly. man. Exactly. So, there wasn't no other opportunity. No other opportunity. Be the hustle. Or you hooping or playing football, that right. was it. So, you know, you know, that's just like LeBron. We could talk about school yeah. all day, man. But yeah, man, that's we I'm definitely I'm definitely enjoy being on the podcast, man, and chopping it up about basketball, politics, school, you know, that's gonna be forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just wanna shout out Mr. C. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate him letting me come through. I will be back, you know what I'm saying, to get more on show. LeBron. ASS. Now nah, I'm just messing with y'all, but just more debate about basketball because I didn't get to touch on the whole Charles Barkley thing. But man, you know, like I said, Miss C, I consider my brother. Got mad love for him, love for the Spivey family. It's Jr. Representing Last Breed. Keep on balling, KOB. You know what I'm saying? That's the family. Always gonna be that. You know, just you know, shout out to all my people. You know what I'm saying? It's been real. It's been fun, Mr. C. Man, hey, y'all heard it right there, man. That was my nigga JR, man. Last breed, man. Uh, like I say, this Mr. C is the Truth Be Told podcast. And we wrapping it up, man. Holla.